The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. It's good to need you so. The only reason I know Neil Diamond even exists is because of Saving... No, Saving Silverman? Saving Silverman? Saving Silverman or Silverman? Silverman. (gasps) So it'd be like a marvel if it was Silverman. My wife just sent me a picture. It's not a nude, but it does excite me. The tofu is ready. It's episode 59 and chapter 59 of the Audio Fun Bag, all brought to you by Norman's Electronics. And Responsibly Vodka. NEIUSA.com. You can give them a call, 770-451-5057. Been taking care of all of your appliances and your vintage audio equipment since 1955. And, of course, Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. Welcome back. Yeah, we're transitioning, man. We're changing. It's okay, though. It's not like Responsibly is going away. It's just we're, we're focusing more on Hard Ice Vodka Freezies because next week we're going to record this podcast in the battery have you been to the battery have you ever been to the battery and from what it sounds like and we'll confirm it we'll tweet it out and everything else we're going to do it on thursday from good game isn't the Anne frank museum there you know that's my favorite drop (laughs) you really do know it's my favorite drop we are going to end this uh, podcast i know you like a lover tonight by uh from the inside i should say that we're going to take a several months of of shining and let the audience hear that. Shine in. Some happy, happy times. But I wanted to start. Oh, I've got like a like I've got like a laundry list of things I can go through. What's been going on? Why do why do you have so much? You haven't been able to talk about any of this with me? A little bit. So now that like all the pro days are going on and spring practice and everything else, and obviously you're on a roller coaster ride of injury and pain and suffering and everything else. You've got blue balls of topics right there. Are we supposed to buy our tickets for Georgia Clemson? Like, is this going to happen in the way that we think, where we're going to drive to Charlotte, or could this end up in the backyard? What, what are we doing here? Oh, are you talking about is the game going to be played in Charlotte, or yes. is it going to be played? I, I, I was wondering if you were like, are we going to buy tickets and go? Oh, we're, yes, go we're, we're going. going. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. We're going. I just need to know where we're going to go, because we are going to have to do Chuck and Turnoff and everything else from that location. Here is the good thing about knowing Frank Duffy. He has an RV, and so he can park that bitch Anywhere there's a Walmart. So that's the good news. It's not like we need hotel rooms or anything else. Here's what I think the tentative plans are. The rumor is uh, Charlotte may be following or North Carolina may be following their own rules at this point. Right. When it comes to the virus. It's not a pandemic. It's an endemic. We're at the end of the pandemic. We're at the end of the pandemic. The Um, endemic. But I guess if, if, I don't know, CDC released the idea that 
you can no longer, if you've been vaccinated, spread this thing or give it to other people. So if that's the case, maybe we'll be that anywhere else. Maybe we'll be at a hundred percent. And uh, but hey, if that allows me to go to any game I want, because I do have tickets to Friday and Saturday for the Braves game, and I will be there on Saturday. Um, are are you? Are you? I'm in the suite. Yeah. Yeah. I've got my family with me. Oh, because we're staying at the Omni. No, no, it doesn't. You know that I'm I'm because they're considering me the sweet host for this one. Oh God! So I have to be there first and last out. It's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot alcohol. of fun, a lot yeah. of alcohol. Yeah, but I'm staying on campus. I'm right across the street at the Omni, so no big deal. I'll uh, I'll make sure everybody gets taken care of and gets walked out of the suite and taken uh, get to their Ubers and everything else. May need to pull out that night. Might need to. I mean, you mean that figuratively. Like, the, the, I might need a place to stay, so we'd need to pull out oh, sofa. Oh, a pull-out sofa, You're yes. Not, well, I would imagine. You have the kids in the room with you. What did you think I was talking about? What I was thinking is that we're probably going to have to put your wife to bed. Oh, God. She'll be like, the drunk version will be like, she'll be like, Brian. <laughs> so it's the same voice, it's just slowed down. Brian. I need to go sleep. Here's the Brian. thing. I have a superpower that I can tell when my wife is at the right point. You and I can you know. tell when you have, honey, one more sip, we're going to go into Badland. Right. And your eyes are going to roll into the back of your head, and you're going to end up throwing up later on. So that's my superpower. It's, it's good to know your wife's limitations and vice versa. That's a, that's a marriage. That's a relationship. The problem is she doesn't listen to me when she hits that point, and so every night it's a throw-up night. But that's okay. I'm used to it. You know what I deal with? I know that that one extra glass is going to make my wife ultra-liberal, ultra-defensive, ultra-angry at me. Oh, so the good news is my wife just becomes kind of submissive and just... Oh, no, no. My wife, uh, one time she got mad at me because I didn't want to fight with her. And as I <laughs> left the room... There's nothing worse than that. She said that I was being a man. Hmm. Ponder that one. You're being such a man. Did you wear that as a badge of honor? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Guess who's the fucking man of the house? Yes, I am. <laughs> You can I mean, tell all these everybody. women, are, they're trying to turn us all into these like subservient little girl men, and I'm just not having it. And so when she gets to that point of like, I know the next glass of wine is going to turn her into, hey, I think we need to go. <gasps> At that point, I'm like, all right, well, let's not go there. But hopefully she'll be on her best behavior because we'll be in the battery. This explains why your wife, by the way, left you at the battery last time. Yes, exactly. She's very vindictive and everything else. I'm going to leave her at the battery this Speaking time. Speaking of women, I sent this over to Matt. Did you see this story? Gwyneth Paltrow has gifted her friend Kim Kardashian, I guess newly divorced or on her way to being divorced. On, on her way. Uh, with new lubricant, a vibrator, and a candle that smells like Kim's orgasm. Okay, they must be calling it that because she does sell these products that have some sort of scent of her, typically. It's in quotes, smells like Kim's orgasm. So maybe that is the name of the candle or something, but I sent the story over to Matt. I put confidential at the beginning. This is why we should have never empowered women. That's what that's what I wrote in it. Like, what are we doing at this point? It's Candles that smell like your orgasm. Because honestly, I've tasted my own orgasm. <laughs> That's pretty awful. It's salty. And we have gone into a weird world. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing. No. I, I hope that, hold on. Uh -uh. I hope that every person that listens to this podcast, <laughs> whatever they thought of me two minutes ago, they just went, that dude tastes his own. No, 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 no. You said taste 
It, it was not plural. It was one time. He, he tasted his own no, byproduct. Here's the, here's the thing. Let me explain it. His rocket sauce has been to his lips. So do you know what the, in the military and police officers have to do? They have to be tased and pepper sprayed because if you're going to do it to somebody, you need to know what you're doing. And so I figured I need to understand what. I've spent <laughs> many years on this earth. I have never considered or partaken. <laughs> it was ever. It was it was a one time thing. Not once. It Not was just a time. dab. You've never been curious? How did we we went from Georgia versus Clemson? <laughs> You've never been curious? To you partaking in your own. Okay. Here's the difference. And you're looking at my phone with the picture of tofu and you're kinda like, oh, I don't know if I want that, but you're like, you're like, give me all the love juice. Here's the difference. Let me try. We've both been curious. I'm solely the one that's acted on it to this point. That's I don't, the difference. You've been curious at some point. My you've brain been curious. has never ever thought to itself at any point. Hey, <laughs> that thing that just happened. Why did I bring this up? Why don't I just see? <laughs> just out of curiosity. There's a lot of things that happen when you're a child, a teenager, and you're kind of experimenting with your body and figuring things out. And so that. I, Do you want to tell me about hungry, hungry hippos? I would love to. No, no. You know what I want I to bring up? I would love actually? to change the subject at this point. I would like to actually bring this up. So speaking of your lower region, the area that you have partaken in like a buffet. <laughs> your, your kid is at the perfect height right now. And everybody who's a parent knows this, a dad. When your kid is at that perfect height when all they keep doing is seemingly hitting you in the groin. And it's always on accident. It's not like they're trying to. No, they're not malicious in it, but like they cut like you walk in the door and your son is right now the perfect height where when he runs to you to give you the hug, that's gonna hit you right in the beanbag. Boom, right in the beanbag. Or he swings an elbow just around because we're just wrestling downstairs, pops me right there. Or he headbutts me when he comes to give me a hug, and it's right there. And I don't know whether to react to it because I've been told as a parent. Don't react or they're going to continue to do it. I react. So I hit him. Hard. <laughs> it hurts so bad. He went, went pa, and let they, me give this back to you. They find it every time. Like it's like it's a, a gift like they a, have. It's a magic trick. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. My daughters, when we would have them in, uh, what is it? I don't even remember what they call them now, the sling holders, but it had like a, a name that it was called, Baby Bjorn. And they're both long, tall children, like my my 10-year-old is 5'3", okay? She's giant. Like, she gets near her, t- her her friends, and I'm like, okay, I get why we play volleyball because you're, you're just bigger than every other kid. She perfectly, at like one year old, even less, that heel would constantly hit me right in the groin because she was so long. And but, same thing with my, my younger daughter, too. Both of them would do it. Here's the thing. I, I can't—he doesn't understand what he's doing. He's like a dog at this point. I'm treating him like a dog. He doesn't understand that he bit somebody— <laughs> He doesn't understand that he's hurting. He knows he's hurting daddy. You got to put him on the choke collar. <laughs> but he doesn't understand. Got to make him heal. That he's popping there. Like, he'll understand that at a, at a later point when his balls drop and everything. But at this point, he doesn't get it. But I don't want to react because he's going to keep doing it because kids think that's funny at that age. So I don't know how to handle this other than daddy just kind of rocks back and forth for a few minutes until he gets his junk back. I think you need to have a little talk with him openly, honestly, and you say, Listen, you remember that time that you punched mommy in the titty and she fell down? <laughs> that's what that's like. And so you need to be aware that mommy does not like to get hit in the titty. And then she'll, he'll focus entirely on mommy's on, titties. On, on, on she'll, he'll just walk by and be like, babe, 
Sam. <laughs> and you're in the clear. You're good. You haven't helped me at all. No, this is how it, it works with children. It is very much a reverse psychology. Listen, I got two of them. They're healthy. They're fine. Everything's rolling right along. They're doing well at school. I think this is good advice. I I just don't want to be hitting the junk anymore. That's honestly what I don't want. Any. It hurts. So he did it the other day at baseball. And it was, again, an accident. He just swung his glove back like to give me a high five or something. Instead, caught me. One of the dads starts laughing, and he thinks it's funny and tries to do it again. Like, you can't enable these children. There is something funny about comedic pain because I still think it's very funny when, when Chernoff hits you in the groin. <laughs> Because I still have that video. The audio is funny, too. Just the, ah. And as you went down, he's like, I told you. And then I also find it funny that time you tried to jump on the couch like you were like, hey, I'm going to treat it like it's a, a car hood. And I'm going to saddle up right next to Domino. And instead, some part of the couch broke and your pen stuck in your hip. And all you could sit there and do was, oh, oh, oh. I don't know why you find I, I find it funny as well. I don't find it funny when it happens to me, and that's not what you're that's what you're not getting right now. All right, coming up next, I have a huge first world problem. And I've never tasted it before. Follow the podcast park on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind the scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Podcast Park. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. Something that Sandra actually called the steak mini stroke. This was the first time that it occurred. So Dan Quinn can only interview somewhere where he already has. Here, and by the in way, Atlanta. yeah, and the other the other jobs are already taken. So Dan Quinn will have a very brief, uh, you know. It'll be a very un. We help him. We're what? It will be not a big. Go to break. Uh, Go to break. You know, Play a noise. distraction for Dan Quinn. He's got one interview. Right. So there's no disruption there. Is what I was trying to say. I had a momentary laugh. You had there. a little stroke. I had it's a mini weird. stroke. It's a mini stroke Friday. Welcome I always enjoy world. those. Does tofu go bad? Does it have an expiration date on it? Audio Fun Bat, Chapter 59, all brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Give them a call, 770-451-5057, or visit online, neiusa.com. That's actually one of the things I've thought about many times. You can just sit out overnight, and it's fine. So in the apocalyptic world... It'll always be good. It'll be canned foods and tofu. Right, and you'll be fine. What is it made out of exactly? Uh, some sort of bean or something. And they put it into a gelatin form? No, it's like a cubic kind of form. You you actually want to get it dried out a little bit. I will say, though, if just to eat it, to eat it, it's not good. It's It picks up the flavoring it of anything you make. It takes the flavor of what's around Whatever you're it. making, yeah. Because if you're just, like, buying it to buy it, it's not good. You'll just be like, wow, this is like eating a... I don't know, kind of like a piece of a spongy something. It's, th- it's not much to it. I think the only time I eat it regularly is when we go to Chinese food and I get the hot and sour, hot and spicy soup, mm-hmm. and there's like long, finger-long things of whiteness, and I just assume that's tofu. Probably. Most like Asian and Indian food, you can find a whole lot of different tofu that's in it. And so those are the two places that are go-to for me. I know no matter what, I can probably eat something off the menu there. Yeah, you're weird. First world problems, man. So here's my first world problem. Give it to me. We've reached that time of year. And this year I did it year round. 
So you know I'm an MLB The Show guy. Yes. Like, that is my go-to year-round game. I, I didn't even touch Madden this year. I played it like three times and just said, whatever, not doing it. Half of this is how you figure out roster construction for other teams. Like, you're doing homework for the shows. I learn a lot about different rosters because of of how that thing works as a simulator. That That's why I, like, knew all about the San Diego roster because I played with them a couple of years ago. When we get to July and the trade deadline rolls around and there's just some random minor leaguer that's thrown in, it's like, oh, yeah, he's been in double A for two years. He's got upside here. Yeah, because I've looked at him trying to figure out, how do I get him on my roster? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's exactly part of what happens, okay? I fully admit that. Here's the problem I have. So I still can't get a PS5. Okay? Can't find one. Really? Have not been able to find one. Is it not because available. they're not making them anymore? Are they still releasing them? This is from Christmas, right? This is from like November. Okay, yeah. We like do the Thanksgiving rush. You still rush. can't get them. Really? You cannot routinely like walk into a store and buy one. GameStop doesn't have like, hey, we're releasing 50. Stand outside. Randomly. Okay. You can do that through like Walmart and Best Buy and, and it's... It, what they're basically saying is that there's a worldwide chip issue as far as demand for electronics. It's actually hard right now to get the components you need to then build these things. This goes back to Trump's trade war with China. I have no idea. But <laughs> all I know is that my plans to play this game, I could play it again on PS4. But PS5 has added Stadium Creator so I can make my own stadium and everything else. I remember... When Madden introduced Stadium Creator. Wasn't it cool when it you're like, was, it was limited, but. Yeah, you could only have like on the backdrop, you could only have like if you were the Panthers, you could only have a Panther or like a claw or something like that. And you could only pick from a limited amount of colors and you couldn't be like the White Knights because like that wasn't allowed. That was your favorite one. You couldn't <laughs> wait to be the, the Charlotte White Knights. <laughs> I would, yeah, it's weird. I've decided I'm going to be the Valdosta, you know. Uh, uh, Great Dragons or whatever that other <laughs> Grand Dragons. Grand Dragons. The Valdosta Grand Dragons. Yeah, that'd be a little bit awkward. Um, yeah, no, they, you could only do a certain thing. Now they would do like the city backscapes and things like that. This is everything you get in MLB The Show, which is obviously very beautiful, looks amazing, but you can alter and change all of it. And that's what I want, but it's only available on PS5. So right now, which what I would normally be doing is either – you know, on my on my little trainer or punching my punching bag and watching my team play. Instead, I'm sitting at home without anything to play because I can't get a PS5. There's so many ways this conversation is about to go. First off, here's what blows my mind about the way you play video games. You don't play them. Um, right. You build roster, like you do roster construction. You're the GM, but you don't actually play the game itself when it comes I, I, to MLB The Show. All I will do is come playoff time, and this after I've you know moved around the, the lineups and everything else, if there's a situation where I think a certain player should be playing, I will insert them into the game, typically as, as a pitcher. Um, but I won't touch it and, and influence the game any other way. You will simulate the game itself, but you won't, out, and you'll do all the GM stuff, but you'll simulate the gameplay. You're fascinated by building these stadiums, right? That you won't actually play in. Like you do realize the idea of the video game itself is the gameplay, the game mode itself. I enjoy, and this is how I look at it. I will build my own stadium. I will have my own team. So weird. I will draft them, build them, construct them, and then I'll watch them play without touching them. That's so weird. You know how many seasons I got through this time? No, because you get to like 2041 and then retire. You were so good. I made it to 2041. Now there we go. 2041. You're the guy that builds models but never actually takes the model out and, like, flies the airplane. Oh, yeah. No, it sits on the, sits on the desk. <laughs> That's an issue. Dude, look what I made. It's meant to be played with. Like, 
Didn't Madden come out at one point with just a GM version of Madden? There's a GM mode, yeah. How is that entertaining to you? But that's not entertaining to me. Like, I, I play Madden. I don't simulate Madden. Uh, I play everything else, the Call of Duties and everything else. But when it comes to MLB The Show, I build a team and I watch it because that's what I have done since I was a kid. Did it with, like... Every single computer baseball game that was out there, that's the way I played it. But you're a voyeur. Like, you're just watching somebody else with your wife. Listen. Just sitting in the chair in the corner of the room. I was lacking. That's in, weird. In left field. <laughs> and I got James Dylewski. Is that a real Oakland. player? Is that a real player? No, we're in 2041 at this oh, point. Oh, okay, sorry. So It will be eventually. There, there are, I don't think I've, I don't think there are any more real players left from from previous years. I mean, the only one that, that was available that was that was still around, I think, till last year. John Dowd. That was the Whiteberry Bonds. It was J.J. Blade. Okay. <laughs> who's a power hitter, a late first or an early second round pick by the Miami Marlins who hasn't gotten to Miami yet. He's in double A. But J.J. Blade will become a Miami Marlin. Will it be weird at some point when the Padres or somebody else has Fernando Tatis the third? Yeah. <laughs> Dante Pachette the third? Like something like that, where they, they've moved that far along. You've played that long. How do you not play the game? JJ Blade. He's a real player. He's a real player. He will be with me eventually. So in that game in in twenty forty one. Twenty forty one was what I got to. Is he kind of doing his Cal Ripken tour of like, okay, I'm I'm hitting all the stadiums. They're giving me a rocking chair. It's my final year. That's the way I saw it <laughs> play out in your mind. And I tried to hold on to him until he was forty. But he really fell off at like 38, and I realized I can't have him on the roster anymore. So I let him go. Nobody picked him up. I, sorry, I just didn't sign him again. Nobody picked him up, and then he retired two years later and missed out on the Hall of Fame, even though he got to 400 homers. They do Hall of Fame as well? Yes. That's kind of cool. So the accumulation of your stats. I have one player that might be able to make the Hall of Fame that's on my roster right now, but I won't know because I'm not going to continue playing. Did you ever nerd out when you were in college and make all your friends players? I remember when that was big in the show when you could create the player, and we would all create, we'd do it in Madden too, you could create the one player, and you would do one of two things. You'd do the stats realistic to your exact body, so you're six six foot? Yeah, yeah. Like 140 pounds? No. You look like it. I'm, I've got to be like 170, You look emaciated, but either way. Awesome. You, you, you would build the character either exactly like your body. Kind of got like this indentation of abs that's actually starting. Or you would build what you wished your body was like. No, I, I, would, I would always put it in there with my college height and weight. Would you put all your friends in? Because that's how much we nerded out. We put an entire roster together of like 14 guys where it was every single one was S. Brooks. Oh, there's Scotty Brooks catching behind the plate. We did this for NCAA football. Okay. When you could start editing rosters. But then also, too, when everybody started editing the rosters to have them exact and accurate, then we just started playing that. The only time I have ever put myself into a game, there was when I did like Road to the Show like four or five years ago where I was a left-handed hitting outfielder because that's what I was at by the end of college. And that's where you go through the minors all the way up, right? right. That's the idea? And that was that was a... a you know, six foot, 195 pound outfielder, because uh, that's what I was playing at at college. And so then uh, I also did it for Tiger Woods Golf like 15 years ago, where you would have everything was, would, you know, it'd grab the face simulation and would put it on and, and you would play. Those are the only two I've ever done it for. Do they still have home run derby in these games? Yes, you do have a all star break home run derby. Because we would, 
Oh, it's just an all-star break home run derby? Well, I mean, you can play home run derby yeah, mode. Yeah, we would all just play home run derby mode. Like Ken Griffey Jr. baseball, that's all you did. You'd play games. You'd sim- you wouldn't You would simulate games. You'd play single games, or you would sit there and just play home run derby the entire time. But you then have a home run derby mode as part of all-star weekend. Like they have that built into the game that you can play, which is really pretty cool. These games are too in-depth. I know. This I know. is why I tapped out. I will say this. So the other day, uh, our dear friend Hudson Mason was talking about how uh, I think it was I think he was bringing up like William Contreras or somebody else, somebody who didn't make the big league roster, and he's like, "Yeah, he you know didn't make the forty man." And I was like, "No, no, no, he's he's on the forty man roster." I was like, "He just didn't make the big club." And I had to explain the difference, and I realized the reason I'm so sick in explaining these things is because. Several times, at least 21 times over the span of a year of playing this game, yeah. I've had to figure out my 40-man roster and then figure out my 26. Did it have COVID involved? Like, did you have the taxi no, squad? No, I had, I had full stadiums oh, the entire okay. time. I didn't know. That was also nice, too. It's like every stadium was filled. I was like, oh, a simpler, better time. Yeah. I'm still looking forward to that. Uh, again, you're going in Saturday. I'm going in Friday. If you're coming out Thursday, come see us at Good Game. Good Game. We're going to be out at Good Game. I'm going to get these things. Come check it. Uh, come check us out. We're going to record. I guess probably we'll know an exact time by next week because it's going to be probably what maybe right around like six or seven. Yeah. We'll see what your schedule is because I'm on vacation. Oh crap! I forgot I'm working next week. Yeah, that's your fault, by the way. So that means we have to record at seven then. Okay. I tried to get you to take the week off. Shut up. But you don't want to do it. Just do the show, bitch. All right, coming up next. It's the warm air, the sounds of baseball. It's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Time to shine. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. So if you've ever seen Step Brothers, you know that there's that scene where the, the woman who's entering, uh, interviewing them and they're confused whether her name is Pam or Pan. Apparently, this one word Buck struggled with on this read. Join the Atlanta Track Club and the Atlanta Braves for the Braves Country 5K on Saturday the 20th at Turner Field. And all 5K entrees, uh, entries come with a ticket to that night's game against the Mets. You don't know. It could have been a nice fish. It could it Salisbury steak, maybe? It could have been a veal. You don't know. See, that's where you guys are picking up. Let me hear it again. I think there's there's obvious here there's a Parmesan or something. Join the Atlanta Track Club and the Atlanta Braves for the Braves Country 5K on Saturday the 20th at Turner Field. And all 5K entrees, right. uh, entries come with a ticket to that <laughs> night's game against the Mets.
Does that entry come with a couple of sides? It could. You could have a nice potato. With a dessert maybe included? Something on gratin. You don't know. There could be a couple of entrees in the 5K. Buck should be off limits. I am out of it today, by the way. Audio Fun Bag, Chapter 59, all brought to you by Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com, and Hard Ice Vodka Freezies, which you will be able to find in the battery for the start of opening day. Yum. Why? Where is your head at? I don't know. It's just cloudy. Like, I had this when I had COVID. I had cloudy brain. Just got cloudy brain going on. I think it's because I don't have a dip in. Did you? Oh, maybe that is what happened. I feel like my body has, there's some scientific term that I don't know because I took physics three times and didn't go well in high school. Is it called addiction? No, probably. But isn't it like a dependent where you just become dependent on nicotine and your body's like. uh, It won't function properly without it? Basically, yes. Like. Uh, I, I roomed with a couple guys that they would get high when they were studying for tests, and the only way they could actually take the test and remember everything is if they were high. Exactly. Is that codependency? Dependency? It is some sort of dependency. I don't know what the word is, but yeah. So I just I just need sleep. Like I'm I'm gonna be we're we're off tomorrow because of of opening day. Thank God. I can't wait. You see how many afternoon games we have? Yeah. No. And then we'll have Friday where we're both off. Yes. You have so we're in a good place. Like, like this is the weekend. Things are like, better here oh, now. This is Friday for me. I am going to get rip-roaring crazy tonight. Although my wife recently has pointed out, she's like, yeah, when, when we get like done dropping off the kids, she's like, that's like playtime, but then you want to go back to sleep. And I'm like, oh, so I got to like go to bed earlier. Like, I think last night was like 1.30 or 1.45. Carlos, you're going to bed too early. You know what I did? Oh, so I watched. I, I'm I'm into like Naked and Afraid right now, like that's my current show. Now Did that you I've, just jump on this show, by the no, way? No, I've 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 gone in and out with it. Um, I like it. I've I've liked every season. I'm. It's good mindless for me. You yes, can just it be is. on in the background, and I'm like, okay, I might jump into this episode. I might just lay out for a little bit. And I'm I'm always curious because there are some people, uh, and 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 they they have it when they do like the behind the scenes stuff, like when you see a guy and you're like, oh, that guy's kind of dumpy going in there. It's like a lot of times. He's been working for like two months to put on a uh-huh. bunch of weight uh-huh. to take because in there. he knows he's going to lose it and he has to prepare his prepare body, his body if, for it. If you walked into the wilderness, so, so his organs don't shut down. Yeah, if you and I walked into the wilderness, I'm going to survive longer, and you're going to take that the wrong way and be like, "No, I can make fire and blah blah blah." But the idea is, I've got more to live off of right now than you do. Here's the deal: starvation would be much worse on me than you, but if there's a small amount to eat. I'll function much better than you will. Oh, yeah. I'll be hungry after five minutes. Right. Why are they naked, by the way? I think it just takes everything up a notch. But it, like, like, but it really doesn't. Like, the things that like, get them. Like, Lost and Afraid doesn't work like Naked and Afraid. I so, just... But I saw the episode I saw last night. Uh, there was a woman. She had spent four years in the Air Force. She was pretty gruff and tough and everything else. And like, on day two, she starts threatening to kill the guy. What? She's like, if you try, I'm going to kill you. And he immediately is like, what? The hell? Was she losing her mind, or did she have a reason to kill him? She just got irritated with him, like, that quickly. And so she's making threats to him. Well, he decides, all right, well, I'm going to go camp further down over there because I'm not comfortable with this situation. This is Obviously, this has turned a little bit wacky. <laughs> yeah, when someone wants to kill you, that's a little wacky. So he starts trying to collect some of the coals from the fire just to take a few. She decides, uh-uh. So she starts picking up all the wood and throwing it in the water. Everything that's on fire that could possibly be used, she starts throwing it in the water. Awesome. The producers show up, and they're like, yeah, you can't do that. You can't threaten somebody's life. And they took her out of there. 
awesome. I'd never seen that ever. Like you've seen people like medical tap out or whatever, they lose their mind or they get eaten up by too many bugs. I'd never seen somebody who got pulled out of there because they made a threat to their partner. So this is a question I've really never thought of. Women are not allowed because because obviously she was acting a little loony, right? It wasn't because of like deprivation or was exposure. She menstruating. She was just mean, man. <laughs> she was just mean. Which leads to my next question, though. Like, if a woman starts menstruating while I'm naked and afraid, because they are there, what, 27 days, 21 days? 21 days. days. Okay, so there's a likely chance there's that a it's chance, going yeah. to happen. Doesn't that put you in more risk? Because can't, like, cats smell that? Don't they smell blood? I hear bears. No, no, no. (laughs) That's different. I really think cats can smell blood. It's like a shark in the water. Sharks can smell blood up to two miles away. I'm sure given the time period, they do have to make accommodations for for the women contestants to have have some additional support, I believe. But you can't have a pad because you're naked. No, I, I think that they probably figure something out. Okay. I'm just guessing. I Have you ever noticed at times? I've never thought of this. This is fascinating. They will be naked, and then by, like, week two, the women might have a loincloth? Yeah, they've created something. Whether Because they do give them that bag, right? They're allowed to carry their, their knapsack I or whatever. I think that when those sorts of things start to happen. They're on the rag. They're suddenly given something to cover <laughs> themselves up. I, I guarantee that has to be the answer to it. Here's my thing. If you're in – I'm fascinated when they're in Africa. When there are things – or. I guess South America too, when there are things that can kill you, because like there are some where they're on an island and it's like bugs. We have bugs and crabs in our shelter. F that noise. I want a lion. I want an elephant that can step on you and squish you. So when they're in Africa, I'm most excited. I think the least thing you are afraid of at that point though is being naked. They don't need to be naked. You can give them clothes. It's the exact same thing. Starvation. Lions eating me. Apes coming in. I don't think apes actually live in Africa, that, but that, I'm on a roll right now. Rhinoceroses, crocodiles, that pool of water over there that's filled with poop, but you can't drink anything else. That stuff is going to kill them not being naked. We can clothe them. Let me tell you what is coming up on the Sunday episode. Excellent. They were talking about, you know, the future episode. <clears throat> the female contestant, I guess is that the best best way to put it, the survivalist? I, I don't like to label people anymore. Contestant survivalist. <laughs> anyway... So she's standing there next to, you know, her male counterpart, and she just goes, I have to go wash my butt. (laughs) And she walks over, and his look on his face is like, what the hell? As she goes over there, and she's like, you know, he just kind of looks at the camera, and he goes, she just washed her butt in our only only water supply. Like, like that's our drinking water, and she just washed her ass in, and she comes back. She's like, no, 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 it's, 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 I, I didn't do, I didn't leave anything. You can go look. And I'm like, baby girl, that is the oh, what you could have taken a cup, or I guess in this case, a coconut, or your hand, anything, and pick it up and remove it from the drinking water area, and then go clean. She decided to go wash her ass in their in their water source. (laughs) So we'll see how that one plays out. At what point are you tapping out? By the way, just based on because because you're a. Now, I, I, I was going to say level-headed. You're not. You're very arrogant when it comes to this stuff, and you think you could survive forever. Like, you're like Chuck. But I wouldn't want to do that. Like, I wouldn't want to be out there. Th- these people take this on as a challenge because they are survivalists. Yeah, this is what I'm they're not. into. Like, I that's under- not my thing. I understand, but I'm trying. Like, could you find food? Could you create food for a week's worth of yourself? And you're not naked, and you're not being hunted by other things. Could you just, in the wilderness, find enough food to survive off of if I gave you fresh water? 
Because uh, I don't think I can start a fire. That's probably the most difficult thing. I don't know how I'm going to live like through the temperature changes. Yeah, that would be difficult. Uh, you could you could always build you know some sort of of shelter. I can build a shelter. I think I could build a shelter. I see these things on Twitter, by the way, with these Aztecs or Incans or whatever, and they build these kind of mansions. Like they put swimming pools around there, and I'm like, I could do that. But I don't know if because I wouldn't have the tools to. But you've built a sandcastle before. It's no, the same no, 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 no. What, what I'm saying is, is you get some wet mud and you just kind of compact it. Like if you stuck me in the North Georgia mountains, maybe I can get squirrel because I'm not going to be able to capture much of anything else. So if I'm in the North Georgia mountains, is at this point I'm turning into like uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Oh yeah, and I'm just going straight bugs. Yeah, pretty much just slugs, uh-huh. things like that. That's pretty much <laughs> going to be. Be like, oh look, larva. That and looks I, yummy. I think that's what I'm going to have to survive off of. I'm not killing an animal, not because I wouldn't, because I, I physically couldn't. Um, yeah, so I always wonder about that. I think I create a shelter, though. I think I create a pretty kick-ass shelter, too. I am a good sandcastle builder. Which reminds me, one guy brought a slingshot as his thing that he brought with him. He was from Louisiana. Very, very Louisiana. And the woman just kept looking at him like, you brought a slingshot. <laughs> like, I have a knife and a fire starter, and you brought... A slingshot. He's like, I'm very good with a slingshot. He didn't kill anything. Yeah, because what are you going to kill with it? I guess a bird. You could kill a bird you get with a, a slingshot. bird or some sort of small animal. And you have unlimited ammo because what is it? It's rocks. To be fair, David brought down Goliath with a slingshot. So if there was a giant roaming around, you could take that down. Oh, look, the Philistine. Let's eat him. <laughs> you knew it was a Philistine. I'm so proud of you, you little atheist. I know. Uh... <laughs> So let's get to, this is now, I think, 10 minutes worth of, we'll call it shine. These are most of the newest Bucks One Shining Moment. 10 minutes? It's like something like that. I don't know. There, there's a lot of them. What the hell? All right, take us out while we play that. Tell them a story. Sing them a song. Shining like a something from a pirate wreck. Scrub the deck and make it look shining. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. One shining Buck. Shift change. Buck Tug and Hut step in. Nick and Chris leave. Lois and Hoyt Hoyt also here with us. You're doing great, buddy. One shining Buck. Brought to you by the Pecan Growers of Georgia. You'll know they're Georgia pecans when you see the Georgia Grown logo on the bag. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. One shining Buck. Coming up next on the show, the Braves are uh, getting the short end of this TV lineup thing. We'll uh, hit that, plus some college football notes. George has jumped up. Kirby's knocked out Malzahn again. We'll talk about it. It's Buck and King. Buck and Hut here on The Fan. 680 and 93.7. Brought to you by the Pecan Growers of Georgia. You'll know they're Georgia pecans when you see the Georgia Grown logo on the bag. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. One shining Let's get Chernoff in here. So, yeah, what would you think about that Auburn-Arkansas ending? That's okay. We can hear you in the oh, background. They'll turn you up here in a second. 
broadcasting live? Uh, no, they can't hear you. Brought to you by the Pecan Growers of Georgia. You'll know they're Georgia Pecans when you see the Georgia Grown logo on the bag. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. One shining moment. When you're at third base there, to me, you should be checking and double-checking, making sure that if you're going to go, you're definitely going to make it. And in that in that scenario, it was... Well, we didn't lose to the Dodgers because of those base-running mistakes. I, I'm going to believe that. We'll see what Brian's got. He joins us on Buck and Hut. Hello, Brian. That went well. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. Coming up next on the show, this sudden bye week now allows time for Georgia to figure out how to get the ball to some of their playmakers, man, because they've done a poor job up to this point in time. We've got it all figured out. It's Buck and King. Buck and Hut here on the fans, 680 and 93.7. Stop mentioning the ex-wife. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. Because everything's not okay. We've seen that the changes haven't been made. I think he's got enough people uh, kissing up to him. My gosh. Like they're sending you that big box with all that Georgia gear in there, T-shirts and golf shirts. That's going to Migos. That's not That's not coming to me or you. Do you know who Migos is? What? It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. Does Matt not have any jurisdiction and authority on the sideline when he gets the play call and he finds out we're running it? Does he not ever go, hey, wait a minute. No, I'm taking two knees. We're taking two knees. Did you ever have the guts to change play calls when you were the quarterback? In Columbia, my senior year, when we lose to South Carolina, we called a naked bootleg, and we should have given the ball to Gurley. And You You got naked? No, I didn't get naked. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. One invite you to to check out what went on last night on our fan YouTube. The Tell All. Hoytlos, how'd that go last night? Fun. It's very colorful. And uh, somebody might have thrown up on, on camera. Oh, wow. Must have been the brown liquor. I thought the 6A the Fan YouTube channel was like a family-friendly environment. That's only most of the time. Uh, hold on. Here's the fun part. <laughs> Depending on the content, when it's Kevin McAlpin and he's talking about the Braves, that's always marked as fine. But whenever we do these, we have to mark them explicit. Just Did so you talk knows. about Coach O last night? Want to tell you about the 680 Fan Club Weekly Giveaway. One it's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. Slate Bolton sounds like the guy who's going to be the next like fifth or sixth round draft pick to the New England Patriots, right? He sounds I mean, to me like some alias that some cheating husband would use at the hotel. <laughs> Slate Bolton comes in against uh, 
against uh, I, mean, I, mean, I was going somewhere and then that comment just completely derailed me it's now time to see what Buck brought to the show it's Buck's best line of the day it's the Buck and Hutt show on the fan 680 and 93.7 got Los and Hoyt ready to roll Hutt not so much uh, Hutt reportedly in Gainesville, Florida. Maybe that's the problem. And we've got the control room. We got about 15 guys in there right now trying to get things figured out. So uh, there you go. So we're going to work on Hutt, trying to get him. We got Mort coming up in just a moment. Right, we're uh, efforting Mort right now. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this is fun. This is a, a lot of fun right now. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. Listen, there, there's been one move, either free agency or draft, that really worked, and that was the trade for John Abraham. We want to get these guys 6'2", 245. He wanted speed, right? He wanted quick behemoths. Uh, one last note, uh, condolences. Hoy lost his grandmother today. Seriously? Buck, you don't joke about somebody passing. I wouldn't think. Yeah. This yeah. is probably one of the most awkward endings to a show I've ever been a part of. But, hey, you know, we'll be back tomorrow. And she won't. Oh, well. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. The top candidate out there. Is he coming to Atlanta to coach the Falcons? No. I'll tell you the first thing I thought when I saw this Nathaniel Hackett and I saw that photograph of him is, come on, man, not another bald white guy. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, th- this isn't the time for that. You want a white guy with hair? Would that change things? I would prefer an African-American candidate or, or coach here in Atlanta would be a really popular fit, especially with this Black Lives Matter thing going on. Seriously. Hope you go out there and get the best coach. I'm just saying. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. Did you know Brian Hoyt's birthday was today, Buck? I've already wished him a happy birthday, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I thought we would just publicly let, let everybody know it's Hoyt's birthday. and Hope you have a great weekend, man. That's that's fantastic. We got so all this heroin and stuff. We're good. <laughs> Buck thinks that's funny. So whatever <laughs> happened to crack? <laughs> Let's talk Clemson Notre Dame. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. Uh, We're going to replay Kirby Smart, the interview from yesterday at 2.30. If you missed that yesterday, another chance to check it out. Kirby hanging out with Buck and Hutt. And I heard some encouraging news earlier, Hutt. Election results are in? No. (laughs) No, They're still counting those ballots out there. Oh, man. And now Kirby gave us a thumbs up yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a chance we might get Kirby again. All right. 
maybe there's a chance. Uh-oh, we might be having some technical issues. Yeah, I hear something like, uh, I'm not sure the connection is really good. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, well, let's just roll with it. 680, the fan. It's now time to see what Fox brought to the show. It's Fox's best line of the day. Hey, did you see the news? Paul Hornick passed away, uh, former Packer in Notre Dame. Great. He was one of seven players to win the Heisman and the Most Valuable Player Award in the National Football League. And I had a chance, believe it was the Touchdown Club of Atlanta a few years back, he spoke. He made a habit when he was out and about uh, having dinner or going to a club, he would always pick out the booth nearest the bathrooms so he could hit on the women as they were going to the restroom, uh, coming or going, and said he had a lot of success doing that. Rest in peace, Paul. It's now time to see what Fox brought to the show. It's Fox's best line of the day. This Georgia passing game, HUD, it's been tough to watch. I'm that fan, Buck. I don't know if you've ever gone on a fast. You're Catholic, so you you fast for Lent off like chocolate or steak or something like that. So you know kind of what I'm talking about. Well, that- no, I'm Baptist. Oh. Oh, boy. You know what I'm saying, Buck? Like, that's how I feel. That's how thirsty I am. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. I saw the uh, beginning of the game where they go up to the booth, and you know this very well. You got the play-by-play guy and the color analyst, and they preview the game here for a couple of minutes, and then they throw it down to the sideline reporter. So they throw it down for the opening report on the game. McShay uh, stumbles all over the place for about 30 seconds. Uh, I was just wondering, my goodness, what is wrong with Todd McShay's? He looked awful. He normally does a really good job. But he just stumbled and fumbled and looked like Biden. Well, uh, I don't, I don't know about that, but uh, I mean, he, 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 I don't. I felt bad for him. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. I can't say I've ever I've pushed a blocking sled, but yeah. never a sled like that. Well, that became a big thing in the gym for a while. There was that whole track of, hey, hey, don't walk across that. That's for the sled Listen, work. I have no interest in ever doing that again. Buck, do you agree? You're Drew Brees. You're better than this. Don't have anybody film this. Don't have your, your stupid trainer sound like an idiot talking about what you're doing and how it's unprecedented. Yeah, I don't plan on it, Chris. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. On the surface, Falcons fans will go, well, tight end is in a position of need. Have to change your perspective on how you look at Kyle Pitts. He is not your prototypical tight end. As good as Hayden Hurst was for the Falcons last year, 500 yards receiving, six touchdowns, uh, Kyle Pitts is a whole different animal. 
I've heard Los describe him as a unicorn, and he's absolutely right. Wider catch radius than a unicorn. Buck, I, yes, he is. It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. One salmon Did you enjoy your day off yesterday? 19th anniversary lunch. Congratulations. Village Tavern. Ooh, did you get the steak at Village Tavern? Did you go well, see she food? did. Yeah, she's going with a filet. Got my belly churning already. What do we say? The Cardinal Sin and Radio is doing a show uh, hangry. I did eat some lunch today. Who's just steal today? It's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. One salmon is it distracting there to do a sports No, I'm not radio? distracted at all, okay. Hutt, at all. I'm, I'm laserly focused here today at Hooters Lawrenceville. There's nothing to take my we attention We gave off the one show. of those TVs away yesterday during our show. Man, that family was thrilled. Oh, look at you guys making dreams come true. I love when Buck and Hutt can put a smile yeah, on Yeah, Hooters Cumberland yesterday. What's that? Yep. Hey. We're Hooters Lawrenceville today, so we'll have a battle. There you go. Chuck and Chernoff live from uh, Hooters Lawrenceville. If you're in the area, stop by and see him with your mask, of course, right? That would be uh, probably a big yes. <laughs> it's now time to see what Buck brought to the show. It's Buck's best line of the day. Buck Blue is here with us right now, the quarterback club. Glad we're not Deshaun Watson today. Yeah, I think everybody now is slowly but surely. We talked about it to begin Oof. the show. More of that evidence keeps leaking out. And I don't want to speak for everybody around here. I thought it was a money grab in the beginning. I'm not so sure now. Well, apparently he likes a good rub down. I think that about sums it up in the most simplistic of terms. Hey, Matt, guess what's in my hot tub? AIDS. I've got AIDS. Follow the podcast, Spark, on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Party. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Spring is here and baseball is back. 
You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.